What's up, guys, and welcome back to Beyond the Void Horror Podcast. That's right. Brittany is spitting into the mic. No, I did spit into the mic. I probably did. I don't know. This shit's probably covered in fucking spittle by the end of the night. First off, we want to say welcome and hello to all of our new listeners that have joined us this past week, partially in part to Zach Bagans, who I've been saying his name improperly, probably, technically. Whatever. It's spelled Baggins, so... Baggins, Baggins, thank you so much, Zach, for helping retweet and introducing us to all these wonderful new people who have now been welcomed over to the dark side. We have cookies. (laughs) Yeah, thanks, bro. We appreciate it. Yeah, no, it was very cool of him. He helped push us past, like, 520 listens. It was really cool, despite the fact that he probably doesn't, you know, approve of our cursing, but... I mean, he wouldn't have retweeted it and then put it on the Haunted Museum thing. Oh, so cool. If he was not cool with it. It was really cool. I was like, man, I'm so thankful I wasn't mean. (laughs) (laughs) I think a lot of people skip to that part, though, you know, but but that's fine. Yeah, it's fine. But for all of our new listeners who are here, we are a horror podcast. We talk about horror movies a lot of times. Sometimes we talk about ghosts. Sometimes we talk about whatever the hell we want. A lot of butts. We have a lot of different segments on Monday, so... You know, if you're new here, you know, there, maybe there's a little something that you like each time. Like today, we're going to be doing our Grave Plots, which if you guys aren't familiar with Grave Plots, and for those of you that know what Grave Plots is, of course, we make up horror movies on the spot by pulling a name of a movie that we made up on the spot out of a cup, which is technically an $8 billion golden skull with diamond eyes. It's not at all. Don't ask. <laughs> we got it. <laughs> We found Indiana Jones's crystal skull. Yeah, we put bl- fucking paper in it. <laughs> yeah, we found it in a in the desert inside of a fucking mummy refrigerator. <laughs> Don't you remember in the beginning of the fucking last movie? No, he gets inside of a of a refrigerator, and then the nuclear bomb happens, and he gets thrown like hundreds of miles away or whatever. Because no, that's you know probable. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's what everybody says, but but anyway, welcome guys. Welcome to the podcast. We really appreciate you guys showing up and we hope you stick around. We'll try to entice you somehow. But uh if you haven't already, go to our longlivethevoid.com and sign up for our VIP club. We do a lot of giveaways and shit on that. And I'm sorry I'm plugging all this shit right now, but we got a lot to unload and unpack for this week. So <laughs> hang tight. It's going to get fucking wild. Shit! I fucked up. Okay, starting now, there's a new caveat. Oh, no, hang on. Before we start that, fuck, 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 fuck. Yeah, get it all out. Fuckity fuck! There we go. All right. Fuck. All right, Tourette's. Okay. I'm ready. So, 
there's a caveat for this episode that we're going to do because we heard not only from Zach Baggins or Baggins, mm-hmm. uh, also my mother, uh, and a couple other people said that we cuss a lot. And uh, we know that this may be offensive to some, but... Because apparently that's a sensitive issue. Yeah, I mean, so. we're fucking sailors, pretty much, when it Stop comes to it. talking. Stop it. That's one out of 20, Alex. Hey, no, 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 no. 19 okay, but, left. So here's, here's the thing. Once I <laughs> announce what it is, what we're going to try okay. to do, we're going to keep track of this somehow. How? I wish we had, like, one of those counters when people... Yeah, come... with a doorman Yeah, counters. exactly. Doorman. I don't know how we're going to do it, but we're going to keep track. We're, we're not. We're, we're going to get an allotment of 20 cuss words. And we're not talking about damn or hell no, it's or just stupid the ones like that. Right? The, the F-bombs and, yeah, we'll keep it to the F-bombs. I'm going to try and replace And the maybe F-bomb. the C-bombs if it comes out. That rarely comes out. I do it now and then. But I, I know a lot of British people, so it happens a lot. Right. I literally talked to one of my buddies, and that's one of the other. Him and this other person, and he's like one of the biggest feminists I know. So he's not. <laughs> um, I'm going to do my best to replace the F-word with fart. Okay. But we'll see how that goes. Fudge. I'm sure I'm going to forget. No, just fart, not fudge. Frockenbacher. Fart. What? I'm going to say what the frock. What the fart. <laughs> the frock is going on in here. Any, anyway, like guys, we're going to see how this works. Here's the thing. If we go over our 20 allotment, we have to drink every time we cuss, mm. which we have some beers here, so we don't have to take shots each time. Mm. So just, you know, we got to play the game. Thanks for trying to kill me, guys. <laughs> Appreciate it. Whole lot. All right, so this is going to end really well, I think. <laughs> We're going to die. Yeah, hang in there, guys, because we got two episodes to do today. <laughs> Brittany, so how you been? So what's going on? I've been fucking excellent. How have you been? I'm doing pretty amazing. Been That's pretty good. busy. Yeah. What have you been up to? You what know. are you doing? No, just getting ready for a bunch of agents. A lot of shit going on this your well, performance crew? Uh, yeah. Yeah? So Where are you going? Uh, we're supposed to be performing in Vegas on the 18th at... Poltergeist Palace or something, I think is what it's called. Poltergeist Palace? Yeah. Poltergeist Palace, really? No, I don't know. I don't even know where it is, but it's like... It's an event. We got invited by our Batcave crew that we work out with in LA all the time, so... If you guys aren't familiar and you're new here, Brittany does performance where they do fire performance. Grinders. Grinders. Freak show shit. Clown shit. We're all fucking rowdy-ass crew. They get dressed up like fucking devil's rejects pretty much pretty much you know it's me I'm or the dr satan dr satan <laughs> yeah all the time um but uh <laughs> so but you said that you had some uh, information or something no, about one of our listeners I have a really cool thing that i actually want to talk about really quickly um one of our listeners that i am in contact with on instagram his name is sterling johnson he's from ontario canada okay he's been a chef for 15 years and a horror fan as far back as he can possibly remember right okay so he started posting photos um, on Instagram about a year ago of things that he he's created and things that he's cooked and whatever. Um, but he's attracted attention from celebrity chefs and actors and even companies who've sent him some free swag to like promote, you know, them Badass. or him or whatever, right? So he decided he's like, cool. So I want to incorporate my love for horror films along with my love for cooking. So he started this whole thing in October called what he called Horror Eats which are a bunch of fun recipes that he's dedicated to his favorite horror films, which were aimed to get the attention of actors or anybody involved with those films that are, you know, on Instagram. 
Of course, right? So one of the recipes that I want to talk to you about, just like really briefly. Okay. Um, is Yeah, I didn't know all this other stuff. I added him back. He's fantastic. But like just to tease your guys' taste buds, right? And this recipe was liked by Chop Top himself. So, I mean, if you're as big of a fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre as I am, you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> um, but this recipe um, was dedicated to Bill Mosley, who was the character, obviously, of Chop Top from Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. It is called the Chop Top Barbecue Barbecue Pulled Pork Sandwich, and it's served with a side of bashed up ladyfingers. So (laughs) just how he incorporates the recipes along with the photos to coincide with the movie that he's talking about are just incredible. Nice. Super artistic and very well done. The photos themselves are just very enticing. Well, I looked at his food. It looks delicious. It does, and I'm super hungry now. Like just looking at it, it's pissing me off. Sterling. So thanks a whole (laughs) effing lot, Sterling. But I mean, this is like, he's such a big fan of the show, which I love. You know, he talks about how he goes over his fucking data usage. Like, that's awesome. So he can listen to us on his way to work every day, which I think is fantastic. And that's not what enticed me to give him a shout out. His no. delicious ass looking food is what enticed no, me. No, I, I, li- I saw it. I looked at it too, and I was like, oh, this is pretty good. I it's saw incredible. one with like a waffle or something. Mm, it's, and a- all of it looks delicious. He does like breakfast, desserts, lunch, dinner, everything in between. Absolutely incredible pieces that he's created and just culinary cuisine that's just out of this world and i love the fact that he takes a lot of it and drives it home into the horror community i think it's really cool that's awesome Um, yeah thank you for listening sterling and we really appreciate it if you want to give him a follow and you're not gonna wait for us to post it up on the website it's at sterling s-t-e-r-l-i-n-g johnson j-o-h-n-s-e-n on Instagram. Hear that, listeners? You hear that? You hear that? <laughs> you hear that? Does no. It, guys, does check him out. Does tingling? We like to should. give back to anybody that like gives back to the horror community especially, and we, yeah. we really do appreciate our listeners, so thank you, guys. You love us. We love you. To tell you what I've been doing, I really haven't been doing all that much. I've been just slammed with doing the podcasts. I, uh, I've actually been doing some video game streaming still. I'm doing every Monday night, aside from the, the week that we were gone. Uh, I didn't stream that week, obviously, because we didn't return until like five o'clock that day. Or was it five o'clock? Yeah, no, I got home at six. You got home at six. Anyway, uh, if you guys are into horror video games, I'm trying to kick up the Twitch um, thing again. Now, it's it's still kind of small right now, but if you want to go and you are interested, I usually tune in on 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, which is technically at this moment 5 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, but you can go to twitch.com forward slash Deacon Rain, which is spelled D-E-K-O-N-R-E-I-G-H-N, and you can check that out. Come say hi or whatever. But in other news, something that happened, and I will try to make this as brief as possible because I know we're running out of time. We got to do the news and shots and shit. Shit! Fuck! Oh! Suck my dick, Alex. That's six right there. That's six. Dick doesn't count. You just did seven. That doesn't count! You better not do another. Stop it. S on my D. <laughs> Can't do fuck. Ah! I'm gonna ki- I'm gonna kill you. All right. Okay. We gotta stop. We gotta <laughs> slow it down. Like I thought I'd be the problem, but it's gonna be you. <laughs> <laughs> so check this out. Okay. So Christina, I came home from the Haunted Museum, and I had been talking about. If you guys listened to the Monday episode of last week for the Haunted Museum tour, I told you that we had been feeling. I've been feeling very drained. Well, telling you more now from Thursday to Thursday. 
I'm still like taking like three hour naps during the day now. All of a sudden, like I've been so exhausted. I don't know why. Ever since we got back, I've been just spent. And it's not because we like overdid it in Vegas because I don't really think we did. We didn't. We we actually are pretty good, you <laughs> know, didn't. for old people. We didn't overdo any. You're old. I'm not old. <laughs> we didn't overdo well, anything. I'm old. Whatever. But so <laughs> you're old. So check this out. Like I've had no ill feelings, no weird things around the house, and I pay attention to shit like that. Dang it. That's nine. Mm-hmm. So, Christina said that she was actually... <laughs> I lost my train of thought because I'm trying not to cuss. I know. It's distracting. Uh, so, Christina told me that she actually has been experiencing some weird things, and I happened to be near her when one of these things happened, but there was another really big one, and I'll save that for last. So, the other day, I'm sitting at my my studio, and my studio's literally on the other side of the wall of the bedroom. She's in the, in the studio... Working out on the treadmill. You're in the studio. She's in the bedroom. I'm in the studio. She's in the bedroom working out on the treadmill. All of a sudden, I hear something slap the wall like really hard. And it kind of makes me look to my right cause, towards the doorway. And then I'm like, what was that? And then I hear her go, oh! And then all of a sudden, she starts laughing really loud. And I'm like, what is she laughing at? I don't understand what she's laughing about. So I, she's like, did you do that? And I was like, what are you? What? No. And then I come walking into the room, into the bedroom, and I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, stop. Did you do that? And I was like, no. I've been sitting at my computer wondering what the hell you're screaming about. And she was like, oh, well, the dog toy all of a sudden just like hit my foot while I was on the treadmill and then shot and hit the wall really hard. And I was like, okay, well, how did that happen? We tried to figure out the logistics of it. Like, could it have bounced off the bed and in front of her? And she was watching Murray, like, at the time this happened, so there's no way that she could have known. And then she was like, so we couldn't figure it out. And we were, like, trying to figure out how she would do it, and she got a little freaked out at that point. So fast forward to the next day. In the morning, she wakes up in the morning, and she's sitting on the couch watching her news. And our dog, Murray, sitting next to her and our her brother's dog is sitting on the footstool. So all within her area, all of a sudden, you know how like some sliding glass doors have those like blinds that hang and they always end up breaking and they're like slats. Vertical blinds. Yeah, vertical blinds that suck. So we have this one stray one because the other one broke off next to it and the other side is broken too. So it's just this one stray one. And all of a sudden, she said it started swinging back and forth, back and forth, like, and she just watched it. She said it happened. She started watching her clock. It happened for so long. For 25 minutes, she said that it started swaying back and forth. And I was like, did you record it? And she was like, no, I'm not trying to bring that kind of crap into this world. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Christina, (laughs) why would you not record something like that for 25 minutes? Like, I even showed it, I, I we told this to Brittany before we got on the air here and turned on the air conditioner to prove to her that it, there is no way that the air could be pushing it and there is no way that it could rock for that long. Like, it yeah. rocked for a little while. There's no cross breeze that can get there to move it enough. Yeah. So I thought that was really weird. Yeah. I told Christina, I said, listen, I was like, if there really is something here, it's probably just a kid. I think it's a child spirit. Like, well, yeah, it's, it's yeah. something playful. But basically what happened, guys, is... 
Alex didn't give anything in the box. The Dybbuk box? The Dybbuk, he didn't sacrifice anything to the Dybbuk. Well, neither did you, so... Yeah, but they don't want to F with me because I don't give a F about spirits. It was proven in Jerome when one tried to F with me the entire time. <laughs> and I was like, fart off, demon. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> like, well, I'm trying to sleep. I got a cold. <laughs> like, leave me alone. And to make a, a long story short... I told her, I said, it's either the the kid's spirit, which is totally fine, I don't get any malicious vibes, or it's a demon playing like a child, so we're safe. Mm-hmm. Alex brought back a fracking demon. <laughs> which so. she was like, stop! Yeah, she doesn't, she's not having it. <laughs> she does not. She is not happy about it at all. Damn it, I I'm said it. I'm gonna kill you. I, that's ten. I'm just saying F. Well, if it's not gonna be you, if it's gonna be me, I'm, I'm gonna be the one drinking. Do I get 20 individually? No, we both get 20, oh, and then anybody... I gotta if, drink again if, I, if you F up after we <laughs> We reach the 20, then I kind of drink two. Well, speaking of drinks, I think it's about that time, Brittany. It is that time because I'm eat your face in a second. <laughs> Horse shots! We're going to let you know what we're going to be doing for Thursday by telling you we usually do that for this Horror Shot segment. So this Thursday, in a couple of days, we're going to be doing an episode, our flesh and potatoes, on two movies that involve jokers. Jesters. Jesters, jokers, punch dolls, whatever you want to call them. Technically, they're jokers. So our episode is going to be called Jokers Wild. Now, we're going to be talking about two movies. One of them is going to be Slaughter High. The other is going to be Funny Man. Both of these have jesters, jokers, whatever, clown-type things in them that make wisecracks and kill people, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, So, in Slaughter High, if you've never seen this movie, it is about a guy named Marty who gets accidentally burned almost to death. He somehow survives, and all the kids in high school that picked on him and caused it for him, he now comes back to exact their revenge on them. And I think it was like 10 or 20 years later. It's supposed to be the 10-year reunion. Was it the 10-year reunion? So, they've, they've grown up now. Sort of. Sort of. And they pretty much look the same. They look exactly the same. Um, And he throws this party, and at the party, it's at the school. So they think that they're coming to this huge class reunion when it really is just them. And they kind of wander around the school, and they find this one room (laughs) that has a ton of drinks and food and, like, party libations, pretty much. And in this room, we are going to be drinking the three of the ingredients from that party. And we're going to be calling this shot... A Marty party. Marty party. Marty party. Marty party. (laughs) (laughs) So if you guys are fans of Slaughter High, you should rejoice in this. This is going to be disgusting. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't think Marty would want it any other way because it's a deadly combination for a deadly kind of party. Yeah. It's all for you, you mother farters. (laughs) I don't know if I can do this cousin thing. This is all for you, you mother farters. Yeah. I can't do this. I know. It sucks. I don't I'm like, like it. I'm, I feel like I'm focusing too hard on not cursing. Guys, you got to tell us in the in the comments, is it is it okay that we... Do we cuss too much or is it is it not enough? I mean, I really don't care. <laughs> I think it's enough, but... I mean, I don't really care if we cuss too much. I don't but... either, but I just... You know, when you're getting drunk, here's the thing. Like, I'm pouring a half a shot of vodka, by the way, which was in the party. But when you're drinking and you're pouring this stuff... It's like you start getting drunk and you don't think about it. I'm you know? a 27 year old woman. I answer to anybody. I'm gonna curse as much as I want to. <laughs> At this party, by the way, there was Smirnoff, so we're gonna pour half a shot of Smirnoff. Smirnoff. Then there was teachers' 
Scotch whiskey. Now, we could not find it. I made a valiant effort to try to find this with Christina, who who tr- really tried to look for it as well. So in, in place of that, we're going to be using some of our finer Irish whiskey. It's triple distilled Tullamore Dew, but you can use any whiskey or scotch if you can find it. But we couldn't find teachers. If you got it, do it. Or don't. So you're going to pour in a fourth of a shot. This is going to be disgusting. Oh, it is. This is the worst one we've ever done. Oh, hell no. This is the worst one. We did 13 different types of alcohol in one shot before. No, wait. Who, who was there? It was like Patrick and Mike. This wasn't the right, like, wasn't that the one year? No. Oh, okay, this good. is before this. I was like, you guys It was our 13th doing... episode. We did two different types of shots. One of them was okay. 13 different types of alcohol. Oh, you guys made me do a nasty one for our one year. So now here's the final ingredient that was on the table of the party at Marty's party for the Marty party. Peeber. And it's PBR. So we're going to pour a fourth of PBR on top. <sighs> Try to be careful while pouring it in. It will foam up. I, I Hey, I tried to make it the less amount. Mm-mm. All right, ten year reunion Bruh. To, to Marty. You just spilled half of yours on my shoe. <laughs> you son of a bee. Cheers. <laughs> oh my god, it's disgusting. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> that is really deadly. <laughs> now, you should be thankful because there was two more ingredients on the table. That I could have put in there, and one of them included red wine. Uh, <laughs> so you want another one? No. No, I don't. I'm like drooling on myself. All right, guys. If you want to try this delicious Marty Party drink. Don't fart and do it. I'll tell you what. If you guys do it, you got to make it, and you got to be of age. If you're not of age, you can't do this. Um, but if you actually make it and show us and pour the drink. And do it, and do two of them, back to back like I just told you, I'll send you out something, something good. But you got to show us that you poured it and you actually drank it, no cuts in the video. It's not worth it. Um, But it is pretty bad. It's not worth (laughs) it. But if you want to find out how to make this delicious treat, just head on over to longlivedavoid.com to check out our hashtag horror shots section now. That's it for horror shots! So I think it's... uh, it's time to put the news together. Are you guys ready to figure this out? Let's uh, go to the uh, newsroom over here. It's the fucking news. Here is the fucking news. This following F-bomb doesn't count. Yeah, we can't count that one. That's part of the show, guys. And I don't think this is going to last very long. We're just going to get fucking drunk wrecked. So that's 12. No, 11. Sorry. Uh, So we got some news for you here. I'll try to shoot through these as quick as I possibly can uh, until we can get to our grave plot segment. So Hellraiser Judgment. There has been some sort of teasing by the director about how brutal the movie is. So they've already shot this whole thing, you know, pretty much. And they were talking about how crazy it was and how there was two sequences quote unquote where one actress almost passed out a scene that he was going to tell the guy he was interviewing with he's like you're going to freak the f out i'll tell you about off the air about that and then this was on adam green and joe lynch's the movie crypt podcast he was like i'll tell you guys all about it and he said 
when I explain it to you, Adam, you're going to be like, Jesus Christ, involving a small dog. No, this, the dog does not get hurt, but it does go through some trauma. Then we had three grips leave the set during a sequence when they said, this is utterly screwed up. He also goes on to say that in the new sequel, Detectives Sean and David Carter are on the case to find a gruesome serial killer terrorizing the city, joining forces with Detective Christine Egerton. They dig deeper into a spiraling maze of horror that may not be of this world. Could the judgment awaiting the killer's victim also be for Sean? <gasps> dun, dun, dun. So I did a little research on uh, IMDb. Not hard to do here, but I just lo- I looked up the budget. And it's saying it's about 500000 which is really small for a feature film. Yes. Like, extremely small. Yep. Especially for a Hellraiser franchise feature film. I Let's be honest here, folks. I think that the franchise has taken a large dip yes. <laughs> in the last few movies. Um, the one where the guy had the puffy face. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. I was talking about this with Tony from the Grave Plot Podcast. If you guys haven't checked them out, you should. But Tony was saying, and we were talking about how we wish that they would have gone into new Cinnabites. Like, why did they not go into new Cinnabites? And I think it was because of the whole slasher thing. They wanted to have this, you know, pinhead character, which is totally fine. Right. But they could have made other Cinnabites, which they did, but they didn't focus the story around them at all. They were just side cannon, like side fodder yeah. in the stories. There's no, there's no side backstory into Butterball or... The, what it, the girl. Well, they kind of do, but not really. Not really. It's not ac- like adequate enough by any means. I feel like my thoughts on this would be like if they had like wars in hell, mm-hmm. like different types of sex. Like there's Pinhead's group and then there's like this other group and they both have this because they're freaking demons, right? So they're trying to kill each other because they want to be the most aggressive, most powerful, whatever. So there's going to be some infighting, right? So they're like demon gangs. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, they could have gone into some sort of world thing where they were, like, meeting up and there was, like, three people fighting. Like, both sides are fighting each other, the the two types of Cenobites, but also the humans. So they were, like, kind of fighting everything. They kind of did, like, a comic book called The Jihad, which was Nightbreed versus Hellraiser in comic form that Clyde Barker signed off on. And it was... (laughs) Farting awesome. It was freaking awesome. Damn it. I want to cuss so bad. Mm -hmm. This is really tripping us up, guys. I hope you guys can forgive us for not cussing. five minutes in and we're already at 10. I blame my mom. Or 12. I blame Zach Bagans. Baggins. (laughs) Baggins. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's just my thoughts on it. I feel like they could do some really cool stuff there. And I almost feel like doing a gray plot where we could set it up, where that we create that story sometime. Oh, yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, I don't want to do it now this week, no. but I don't know. We'll see. Next bit of news, Trilogy of Terror. If you guys are fans of that crazy-ass puppet, that puppet, well, it wasn't a puppet. It was a Zuni fetish doll mm-hmm. that would go wild. They even made a sequel to it, which was horrible. But if you watch the original one with Karen Black, it's amazing. It is a segment in the anthology that was one of the scariest things on TV that I saw as a child. It petrified me because this doll would not stop. It mm-hmm. didn't have a voice. It didn't make wisecracks. It just came at you with everything that it had and it screeched and it screamed at you the entire time well it's coming to freaking blu-ray for you guys and i'm going to be the first one to buy that mother father (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm going to shove it all up in my scrum diddly ums. Anyway, if you guys are excited about that, that is going to be coming out sometime in 2018. They haven't announced the official date. But Kino Lorber Studio Classics has revealed on their Facebook page that they'll be releasing the trilogy um, on DVD and Blu-ray in 2018, boasting a brand new HD master. So get your jimmies out. (laughs) Also, Brittany has some pretty interesting news. I do. It's so exciting. This is straight from the Kickstarter campaign directly by Red Duke Games. Booyah. The Necro Nom Nom Nom, you heard me correctly, a cookbook of eldritch horror. Have you ever wondered if you could combine Lovecraftian horror and fine cuisine while keeping your sanity? Then this cookbook is definitely for you. They have far surpassed the pledged amount that they were trying to reach for their Kickstarter campaign to launch this glorious cookbook, um, obviously inspired by H.P. Lovecraft stories. And it is so perfectly titled the Necro Nom Nom Nom. Which it's not perfect. It's not as perfect as I want. I would want to be, call it the, the Necro Nom Nom. It would be like the Nom the Necro Nom Nomicon. That's what I wanted to call it too. Yeah. But that's okay. So let's give you a really quick and fun little idea, and also the pretty much what else. And this is directly from their little Kickstarter campaign website. They say. So, what will we need to create this guide to gastrointestinal happiness? How about an acclaimed artist describe our journalicious madness, which would be the artist Kurt Komoda. You'll see approximately 100 original works of art. His artwork's been featured in several popular game supplements and projects, such as the Firefly role-playing game, um, Fate Core System, and books by Fred Hicks or Evil Hat Productions and etc 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 the book is not going to be bound in human skin however it's going to be pretty dang close because it's going the actual like high-end version of it's going to be done in like pretty close like leather rendition essentially but it is glorious it's so cute i love it seems pretty cool it's going to how much is it going for by the way um a hardcover nine by twelve upwards of a hundred pages full of heavy natural paper blah 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 there's all kinds of fantastic deluxe versions of the book will have a handcrafted latex cover sorry not leather latex cover created by our practitioner of the ancient perklian arts mr david perkle (laughs) so some of the recipes i want to give you really really quickly i'm going to run over probably one from each segment so for beverages, I'm going to give you the shaken, not hoster, martini. <laughs> for breakfast, the muesli of Eric Zahn. For the appetizers, I'm going to give you the um, sacrificial lamb. For soups, we've got the investigator gumbo. Uh, for the main entree or sandwiches, we have the sandwich horror. For main dishes, we've got the Cthulhu andouli. Oh, nice. For main dishes from the depths. We have deep fried deep one <laughs> for main dishes for vegetarians. We have the elder thing parmigiana. Oh, that's great! Right. Um, for side dishes, we have the Cthulhu Coos. <laughs> and desserts. It's like couscous, but Cthulhu Coos. Oh, there's so many good desserts, but for the desserts, I'm going to give you the custard out of space. Okay, which I think is fantastic. How much is all like just the like regular version of it? So for a mere $30 or more that you pledge, you can get just the book or the cultist only, um, which is just a copy of the book. Um, so you get one copy of the Necro Nom 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 Unhallowed Text Cookbook Only. Which, and then you can do all the other upgrades and there's for a mil- it. Yeah, there's a million of them. Which yeah, we don't honestly, need to go through all of them. If you guys are interested to. in it, 
We have all of our links at the end at the uh, in our episode segment and on some of our social media. Just go to our regular longlivethevoid.com, find the episode, and you can find all the links there. Thirty dollars is a fair price for this epic book. Get in on it. It's already made. It's already met its goal of thirty-seven thousand. Is that what they were uh, looking 27, for? Twenty-seven, and it's far surpassed it. It's at like forty-three. Damn. Already. So I'm pretty sure you can still back it. So get in there and do it and get your copy at the very least of the book. In one last bit of news, there was some news about Ridley Scott. He says he's pretty much done with the Xenomorph in the future Alien films, um, which is like, what the father? What is he thinking? What the frick? What the fart? What the fudge Sunday? (sighs) He says, I think the evolution of Alien himself is nearly over, but what I was trying to do was transcend and move to another story, which would be taken over by AIs, the world that the AI might create as a leader if he finds himself on a new planet. We have actually quite a big layout for the next one. Not interested. Nope. That character is what they're talking about, right? Like right. This whole artificial yes. intelligence, whatever, is what's going to end up replacing the xenomorph, which is absolutely bat poop. Well, it's in- crazy. It's, it's an interesting idea no. that, that, that sort of makes sense, but that's not what people want. No, it's not. It doesn't make sense. Stupid. That's like going, hey, guys, we know you like Dracula, but unfortunately, we're going to turn him into a clown. I do whatever I want because it's my character. It's like he wants to call it. He wants to milk the alien franchise by making this side cannon stuff, but not have, an but alien. not have it attached. And it's like, you're just going to change the name. Like, it doesn't make any sense to me. Like, you can't just, like, have a franchise and do that. Otherwise, you're starting a whole new thing. Like, I understand, and I know, like, you know, Carpenter did something very similar to this. Like, he wanted, he never wanted uh, Michael Myers to exist past the first one, really. And so, he created Halloween 3, which is the movie you hate. because Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch, because he wanted to create a whole new mythos, starting with different story ideas for each Halloween. So it would have been like kind of like American Horror Story does, yeah. but for movie ideas. But then you should have just killed Michael Myers off in the first one and been done with it. Well, they they continue. They I don't even think he was like really happy about the second one. So the second one's meh. But he's he's definitely on board for the third one coming up. So, but I'm just making that as a point. It's similar in that, and I understand they're the creators and everything. But at some point, the mythos has become bigger than the the creator, which is very much like. Ridley Scott's stories that he's doing right now. Alien is not alien without the xenomorphs. It just doesn't make sense. It doesn't to me. make any sense. He's lost his effing f- mind. Freaking mind. It's and the no. He's gone. lost his fucking mind. <sighs> Thirteen. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's it for the news. All right, guys, so now it's time for us to jump into our Grave Plot segment. If you're not sure what that is, it's a creative exercise in making up movies. We'll explain how to do that in just a second for Grave Plots.
Now, to give you guys an idea, if you new listeners have never heard of Grave Plots, it's a segment where we make up movies on the spot. So technically, what we've done is pre before we recorded this, we write down names that we come up with off the top of our head of movie titles. So it could be like, you know, Piggly Wiggly. And then we write, we go, oh, what do we what do we do? If I wrote the name Piggly Wiggly and it was mine, I have to stay quiet. And then Brittany has to come up with the premise of the of the movie. If we both agree on changing her premise that she doesn't like and I come up with a better idea and she likes it more, we can switch it. But if not, we stick with hers. But we basically come up with the characters, the kills, the deaths, all the different scenes as best as we can and then we finish it up have a tagline for the movie like the cool little thing like he was never meant to be eaten you know stupid shit like <laughs> gingerbread that. man oops i cussed that's 14 I hate you uh, uh so <laughs> <laughs> what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and uh grab our golden skull you with are. diamond I eyes i almost dropped this this is eight billion dollars mm-hmm I know, I wanted to lie and say I didn't pick last time, but I was like, no, I picked last yeah, time. Yeah, you did. So I get to pick. Now, also, we've included in this this skull, take a drink. So every now and then, it if we pull happens. one out, it hasn't happened, actually, with you and me. It hasn't. And we'll see what we got here. Impetigo. I wrote that. What the hell is impetigo? It's a skin condition. <laughs> Okay, so you have to tell me about this. I'm going to tell you so about it. So it's spelled, it. by the way, guys, is I-M-P-E-T-I-G-O. It looks like it's it's pronounced impetigo, but it's pronounced impetigo. Okay. Um. So essentially, impetigo is a highly contagious skin infection that causes red sores on the face. Okay. So this can go a million different ways, Alex, so I am intrigued and <laughs> yeah, excited no. to see where you I'm not going to take this. it where you think I might take it. I figured you, I kind of <laughs> hoped you wouldn't, actually, but that's why I was like, so I'm going to put this in here, because Alex is going to get real fucking weird with it if yeah. he picks something. So or... this guy spits uh, acid semen on his face. <laughs> I'm kidding. And there go all our Impetigo uh, listeners that we just got. I mean, I'm into acid. This is a serious thing. Okay. Is it though? (laughs) So is it? Is it? Does it ever go away? Is it contagious? Like impetigo is super contagious. Super contagious. Yeah, at least. So it could be like an outbreak. At least in this aspect, it's super contagious. Like outbreaks, serial, crazy. Oh my god, we need to. Is it like? Is it like parasites and shit? Excuse me, that's (laughs) fourteen. God. I know. I'm sorry. You're killing us, Smalls. It's gonna be me drinking, so you don't have to worry about it. It could be whatever you want it to be. Like, just think of it as... Well, no, I want to be factual. You don't have to be factual. That's the glorious thing about making up your own movie. Because look at all these other people that make Wait, up their own movies. Wait, did you just movies. say F? No. You did. No, I didn't. Take that back. I guarantee you I didn't. <laughs> all right, but well, look at all slide. look at all these movies that people have... Like, you don't have to be factual. Well, I want to try to be. Just That's that's just my style. All right, so you want to be as factual as possible with the Impetigo conversation. So let's There is let's a treatment see. for it. There usually is. A highly contagious skin infection that causes red sores on the face. Mm-hmm. Treatable Spreads by a medical... by skin-to-skin contact. Requires a medical diagnosis, lab tests. So I'm... Okay. So immediately I'm thinking, like, okay, like, this is an infectious disease. Almost like a zombie... Oh, a bacterial skin infection. Yeah, like a zombie outbreak of some sort. Maybe it gets into their... If it's only a skin infection, I mean, I wonder if, like, an extra, extremely strong case that, like, can cover someone's face in a matter of, like, days 
you know what I mean, can infect their brain and then they go crazy. Right. Do you, you see can, what I'm saying? You can get like really gross, like Elephant Man style with this. Can you? You can. You Like I said, you can do whatever you want. Okay. You can take so, it from the roots of where it comes from and grow on that however you want to grow from it. This is your production, bro. <laughs> so. Okay. So, okay. Well, immediately I'm thinking, okay, so, I mean, we could change the scenario. It doesn't have to be like, you know, small town, blah, blah, blah. But it always seems to start there, doesn't it? Like, maybe it either a- always starts in like a really, really crazy big city like New York or right. Los Angeles. But I feel like we shouldn't start it there because I feel like things like that or zombie outbreaks tend to Ooh. start in big cities. So what if it starts in like the middle of like podunk in the middle of nowhere that's what i think i and think then, it and then it small. somehow gets like someone goes hunting and then they get it and, and then and it somehow breeds into this uncontrolled environment right and everybody starts dying and they have to kind of get away from it but for some reason it's such an extreme case like you know how when you take like um what is it called uh steroids to like help make a medicine go work faster right like a prednisone maybe it's like Impetigo? What is it? Impetigo. Impetigo. It sounds like impetus, like impotent. (laughs) (laughs) So everybody's dicks. You could make them impotent. I mean, I don't care. Everybody's dicks don't work. Yeah, your dick doesn't work. Your vagina doesn't work. Look, it's fine. Dick doesn't count. Okay, all right. We'll skip that Your dicks don't work. Your vagina doesn't work. However you want to go into it, you can just, you're screwless. Your scrum diddly-ums just fall off in a impetigo scab. Yeah, your scrum diddly-ums have crumb diddly-ums into nothing. You Gabatigoed all over your fucking yeah. lady bits. So okay, Shit. like what if it just spreads over your entire skin and you just become like one walking scab? Yeah. That's okay. Gross. So then like you start oozing and stuff and like when you go after people, so it kinda makes you crazy even though you're not like ready to eat people. But like it's still scary because you don't want to get you don't want to die. Right. So you have to kind of get away and these people are like they can't see and they're just kinda like bumbling around and maybe some people run and try to like try to kill themselves and stuff so i mean i don't know like i don't know like it could be like that what do you think no i like it i I, there needs to be this like underlying chaos amongst all of it you need to have the people that don't know how they're gonna fright this so they just jump off bridges or jump under trains or whatever they end their lives and so what if it's like neutrogena what if like neutrogena starts this whole thing are they sponsoring this no like what if it's like (laughs) some old festering bottle of neutrogena that this hillbilly in the middle of the woods like finds and he squirts it on his deer or something like that that would be farting hilarious you know what i mean Like, I don't know. That's, like, really ridiculous. But, that's amazing. That's, like, a start of a trauma film. So can we please do that? Because that's great. Like, I don't I, even care. Some people get mad when we go too silly, though. Well, it's but not that's a fucking... Just... It's not a pot smoker fucking comedy, so that's yeah, fine. That's like, fair. this is, like, this is glorious. Like, please run on that idea because I think it's great. Well, maybe he just, like, finds... on his deer? <laughs> maybe, maybe some chick who's just out hiking or something like that has put this on, it's like a sunscreen or something. Okay. And she dies in the middle of the wilderness and he finds her bag and he just kind of like doesn't want to deal with it. Use the sunscreen? Right. Great, like right? maybe he just like picks up the bag and somehow gets infected, like doesn't realize. It doesn't have to be from the, the lotion or whatever, or the sunscreen. It just has to be that he's messing with her stuff. Right, that she's touched. Yeah, like it's somehow in the bag and he's like, eh, you know, like, Ooh. holy shit, what <laughs> the hell <laughs> is that? What in the Sam Neil? <laughs> All right, we're going to have to cuss. I'm sorry. I, we, we are just going to continue to drink. How about that? Okay. Sorry, guys. I fucking fuck, fuck, fuck. Fucking do this anymore, you fucks. I'm sorry, guys. We tried. Sponsor, <sighs> sponsors, just know that other people cuss too. And if you want to sponsor us, it'll help 
all of our listeners understand that you guys are actually not a bunch of jerks. Yeah, that you're not a fucking asshole. <laughs> uh, like we have so many banging at our door or something. <laughs> um, come on, BTV. Help. <laughs> but anyway, so, so okay, so we'll have um, two characters. We got this hillbilly guy. He's just pretty much the catalyst to like Jim start Bob the Cooter. St- he's the like the the story start. Somehow he goes to visit his his sister wife, Great Aunt Nessie. <laughs> his sister wife, his sister wife Nessie. Yeah. His name's Jim Bob Cooter, and like some other fucking state, and uh, everybody on the plane like dies in the and. You know what I mean, and like, except for the the pilot. Everybody on the, oh the plane. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, it's like it spreads so I didn't bad. Know you meant like airplane? I was like everybody on the plane, and I'm like, what? Maybe like the pilot has to land this emergency landing, and people are all infected on the plane. It's this like big thing. Like, but people- I thought he was finding like a bag of a. Uh, uh, Hiking bitches stuff. Well, this like is an extremely fast virus. What's he doing? Is he finding a plane full of dead bodies with hiking? No, no, no. He, that's like, is how it that's starts. Where he found this no, 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 no. It's the catalyst which starts it. So okay, the 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 he finds the dead girl that's been rotting there and festering with all this stuff from the plane. No, she's from no, no. plane yet. Okay, hiking girl, hiking, hiking girl in the middle of the mountains. But how's the plane plane? Just hold on, it? let me get okay, there. Let me explain go. this again. Go. So girl is hiking. <laughs> In the middle of the woods, somehow weeks later, this guy stumbles upon her. You find out later that it's the sunscreen, but you don't realize that yet. It's from some company that is trying this new faster like protection of the skin, but it enhances it and causes this impetigo. So he's like touching her because he wants to get like stuff out of her bag because it's like he finds like money, a cell phone and all this other stuff. And he's a scumbag. But he's going on a he gets all this extra money. And so he's going to go on vacation with his sister, whatever, to some other fucking place. And they get he gets on a plane to go see her. But he starts getting infected as he's going. You see what I'm saying? Yes. So he's got all this extra money. For some reason, she's got all this extra money on her, whatever. She's got this enough stuff that he can sell and then make money. And then he gets on the plane and then people all start getting infected because it's a five hour flight. But everybody gets infected and maybe it like there's one like some people get affected faster than others and some don't. And some people get off the plane and that's how it starts to spread like wildfire. Does that make sense? It does. Okay, that's just my pitch. I mean if you have something better, go for it. No, that works for me. Whatever, Brittany. This is your story, bitch. No, it's yours now. I passed it over. <laughs> no, so I like where, it. so where do we go from here? I think that works. I don't know, Alex, where do we go from here? So we got Cletus. Who's the main guy? Jim Bob Cooter is his name, not Cletus. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's, it's Jim Bob Cooter. I don't want to call him Jim Bob Cooter. That's it's, way too much. No. Well, that's an actual man. Cletus, Cletus Johansson. Cletus Cooter. Cletus Johansson. <laughs> the third. The third. Okay. So so anyway, so they, they maybe they pulled that guy aside somehow. Like he survives. He's kind of like a host. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like some people become hosts, some aren't. Right. So where do we go from here, Brittany? So Cletus is the host, yeah, right? Yeah, Cletus Johansson. Okay, and the plane crashed? No, it didn't crash. We could, we could say that they just had to make an emergency landing. So they had to make an emergency landing, and where did they land? Um, uh, I don't know, in another state, like wherever you want. And maybe they have the, like the the team of like like the, uh, what do you call it, what's the CDC? The, what's the fu- yeah, I was going to say, what's this? I'm like, what's the crew? Center from of the, Disease what's Control? What's the crew from the strain that, that came wait, and cut the, the fucking Has flight, that been defunded know? yet? Because I think the CDC. anything that makes sense is probably going to get defunded, oh, right? sure. Because we got to save money. This is the era we live under now, guys. 
Let, no more politics. Anyway, anyway yeah. so, uh, <laughs> so anyway, so where do we go from here, Brittany? So, so we got their, the CDC. I'm helping you out. They make I'm their glorious you. emergency landing, and I'm trying to think of a way to make this work that doesn't sound like the strain, but it's not going that direction. The strain. The strain. Oh yeah, huh? It's very similar. Very similar. But yeah, but it's not the same thing. Like everybody on the plane was dead. In the, in the strain. Supposedly. Yeah, except for like a few good ones. But no, I don't think everybody should be dead. I think they should just be infected. They should just be infected. I don't even feel like the CDC should be infect- inspecting the plane, to be quite honest. I feel like that should be something that's introduced later maybe, on. Maybe a guy causes... Maybe Cletus causes a scene and they have to make an emergency How landing. Well, Cletus causes a scene. Yeah, I feel like that's a little bit more appropriate Ooh. is he causes a scene and they have to make this emergency landing right right and, then, and they haul his ass so off they come to in to jail. arrest him and he coughs on some people or spits on some people or whatever on his way out they have him in his holding cell and all of a sudden the scabs are climbing up the walls and stuff Ooh. do you see what i'm saying like it's almost like it's like become a fungus i like it and so but it's like a really fast like ex- highly like that. exacerbated that's gross fungus it incorporates my hatred for fucking like and like people cockroaches yeah and like people still live under this like like he's still alive in it they think he's dead and they like they realize something's wrong but then you see him break out of it but like all his skin rips off and stuff and he's just like bleeding pus and like blood and like there could nope. be like some cool segments on the plane where he's just being a dickhead you know what i mean to like some of the passengers so he's like so you like you see him get into arguments with people about politics or something stupid, yeah. you know what I mean? My name's Cletus. There you go. <laughs> but anyway, so Cletus he gets hauled off to jail because he causes a scene, he gets in a fight with somebody, and they're like they have to emergency land and, and uh he gets hauled off. And uh that's when he goes in the cell and all that like the, like while they're holding him in there, like it it just happens so quickly. They, they like hour later they go back in there and there's like fungus up on the wall and he's like that would be cool i don't know it's kind of freaky they do this cutaway to go back into the plane like later on and they go into this whole plane is just like full of this like weird crawly fungus well what if it becomes airborne shit, at some like point, all even? over but there's pieces that have like broken off and are just floating maybe mm-hmm. that'd be cool yeah so i like it so obviously some of the people are getting sick uh, they're getting it on their hands and stuff. The guys that booked them mm-hmm. and the like put them in are there. All fucked up. Yeah, like you start to see it spread out. Like people get into different planes, and maybe we'll follow a couple of different people. I feel like at least like one of the pilots should get all fucked up, and like two or three, or at least two of the flight attendants should get all fucked up. Okay. And then they have to go to different different air airlines or flight or different flights within the airlines that they work for. Yeah, we don't have to like get into depth about their character names and no. roles. Susan, just like you just Jerry and like everyone that he had an issue with on the plane or people that got involved. Like you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. No, I think everything he had an altercation with. Like even whether like minimal to like severe altercation with is like people that he came into closer contact with or who have spawned this issue. You just blow your nose into a plastic bag. I can't help it, man. Like, this is bugging me. I'm like, my allergies are really bad. Um, say it again. So, so anybody that he came into contact with, big or small, right, on this plane, is essentially who we're going to follow. Whether Kids, it was adult, a old people, child, an adult, old person, flight attendant, pilot, whatever, right, or uh, air marshal. Okay. Got to have an air marshal. What if they like, uh, like an old lady goes to an old lady's home and like. They put her in the room and you kind of like see that she's kind of sick and she goes to sit in her favorite chair by the window or something like that in her room. And all of a sudden, like 
they check in on her and she's not been out and everybody's looking for her kind of thing. Like, well, where's, you know, she just got here. Maybe she's sleeping. Where's Marjorie? Yeah. And then they go inside and they see her like insides pouring out. Ooh, that'd be dope. Do you know what I mean? Like the yeah. scab, like through her mouth. Yeah. Like they spin her around and like stuff. I don't know. Just like her stomach's like pouring out and it's like getting on everything. I don't know if it, what color should the fungus be? Like this imp- impetigo. 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 God damn it. <laughs> I feel like it should be like greens and blacks. Okay. Like standard kind of thing? Not necessarily standard, but... What if it's like got a, like a blue and gray hue? Blue and gray hue would actually be different. Yeah, because I mean, I've seen green. Everybody uses fucking green. Well, the only but... time I've ever seen blue was in that movie, um, the one where the aliens pick people up and they... Oh, yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Um, I can't remember what it's called. Something... They just came out with a sequel called Beyond. Yeah. Something. Anyway. But well, yeah, blue, blue and gray. Like, blue and gray would be really cool. Okay. And maybe it like has little buds and stuff, like these weird... Yeah, they look like little fucking cockroaches and shit. Yeah, somehow this fungus is like evolving rapidly. So, okay. So that. there's one death. We'll call her... What are, What was her name? Who? The old lady that dies that they, they find. Marjorie. Marjorie, okay. So then we'll have like a mom and her daughter. Fanny. Who are off to go to Florida. They go to Florida or whatever, and they're on vacation to go visit their, her dad or something like that, or her grandpa, you know what I mean? Whatever it is. So it'll be like Christina and, I don't know. About June. June. We already done June Did before. Did we do June uh, before? Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How about Juliet? Okay, Juliet and Christina. And Christina. Juliet's the mom. Christina's the daughter. Whatever, that works. She's like 13. You're going to die, Christina. Sorry. The, the, the little girl's 13. The mom is like, you know, 30s. Something like that. 47. Yeah, yeah, that's a bit. Yeah, she's 78. <laughs> 78. I squeezed her out 13 she's years ago. 30s and Juliet. Or Juliet I mean, it's right? possible. Juliet. Juliet and Christina. Yeah, okay. So Christina's in her 30s and Juliet. No, no, no. Christina's the child. Christina's the child. She's 13. You're a child now. You're 13, Christina. Yeah. And Juliet's in her 30s. Okay. Mid to late 30s. Yeah. Sounds good to like me. It doesn't important. really matter. She has sandy blonde hair. So how are they going to die and how is breasts. it going to spread? <laughs> Jesus. I'm getting real, real thick with it. God, you're reminding me of that Stranger Things thing I heard about, like with the kids from Stranger Things. Oh, stop it. Did you hear Sexualizing about that? Sexualizing children. Yeah, like, like that like, whole thing. Yeah, no. Some semi-famous girl was like, hit me up in four years. Yeah, can you not? Why are you sexualizing 14-year-old <laughs> uh, boys? Like, like, get the fuck out of here, you weirdo. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so how are they die? <laughs> I did her, and I got the guy in the jail, so it's your turn. Who am I killing? It's your story. Julia. It's kid? not my story. It's our story. I'm killing the mom. It's your idea. I'm killing the mom. The mom and the daughter. That they're they're I'm off to Florida. Well, it doesn't matter. It's up to you. So they're off to Florida. Who are they visiting in Florida? Their grandfather. Grandfather. Her grandfather. The, the Christina's Chris- grandfather. I thought Christina was the kid. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christina's okay. So Christina's dad, grandfather, and Juliet's mom. Yeah. Right. Okay. So who are we killing? Don't ask side? me. It's your I idea. I decide I'm killing the kid. Okay. So. Well, what if they both die? I mean, it doesn't matter. Just pick something. To... Oh, fuck. Like, what if... Okay, see, now I've already got ideas coming out. Oh, good. See, you're doing better at this well, than I am. No, but you're supposed to help out. No, you're... You, you have a beautiful brain. Well, so they're walking... <laughs> so they maybe they go to the beach and, like, maybe the salt water exacerbates the situation, the fungus. She's got, a, like, an itch on her leg or whatever, somehow. And she's, like, walking in the ocean and then, like, maybe her leg snaps off. off 
like you see it like fungal up real bad and the salt water causes it. Ooh. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, no, you see all of a sudden there's just like crazy foaming, right? And then it just like kind of bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles and bubbles. And, like, and she starts melting. Goes kinda. up her leg and she starts to kind of sink a little bit down to like the one side. She squeaks. Right? And she's screaming. I don't think she should be squeaking. She's not a mouse. I feel like she well, should be screaming because she's losing her fucking leg is melting off, Alex. <laughs> like, just say squeak because it sounds she funny. She should be screaming. So as her little tiny leg is melting off, she's screaming, right? And I mean screaming, like blood curdling, uncomfortable screaming. And the mom is. I oh, know. I thought I thought the mom was the no, one. No, we need to kill a kid first, bro. Oh, okay. Kill a kid first. So she goes to reach for her mom. She's screaming, but and she falls in mom. the she's falls in the water now, and then the daughter try or the the mom Juliet tries to help her out of the water, and when she does, she, she picks her, her up. Her lungs get filled with this sa- the salt water, and it infects her, and she spits all this weird blue gray shit all over her. Yeah, mom. and I feel like there should be this really cool like little cut segment into like this like X ray kind of view. Okay, of how she ingests this like infected water essentially or infected whatever she's ingesting well maybe now the the, the cool. lifeguard comes running over to help and then he gets it on him and it's well because he tries to give mouth to mouth to the little girl right perfect i mean and it's that's how it spreads ladies and gentlemen i mean i don't want to turn it into monsters necessarily because we've done similar things like that before They're not monsters though yeah well that's what i'm saying i just want to I'm just saying that up front. Yeah. That that's we not should happening. try to steer away from the, the monster thing. That's not what's happening. It's spread by skin to skin contact. So whether it's it's skin to skin, so essentially that's exactly how it spreads. But what if she so spits he... it on her and like it melts off her jaw? Ah, that's how we should kill the lifeguard. <laughs> well, whatever. We either so way. So that's perfect. So the lifeguard comes in, mom's carrying baby, baby's screaming, lost the leg fell off, like melted off or whatever, right? And they're in the water. We did this cool little cut back into showing how the mom ingested all this like crazy shit into her lungs, right? But she's just like kind of slowly melting from the inside, but no one sees it yet on the outside. Okay. So she brings the daughter up to kind of shore and then the lifeguard runs in to help right so he's doing mouth to mouth on this kid it's gonna be a guy we're gonna make it a pretty guy like baywatch pretty guy sure and it spits it on comes in to do this mouth to mouth thing right so he does this the daughter kind of comes to spits this fucking black green gray water like all over the like from below the nose onto this lifeguard right and he goes to wipe his mouth and, and it wipes his wipes entire his jaw, jaw off. off. Yeah, that's badass. And then all that's left is this like long dangly tongue. Yeah, it's a, like kind of like, uh, like in Day of the Dead in the beginning. Yeah. Kind of. And maybe that falls off. Dope. As it's And then all of a sudden, yeah, it's going to be flippy flopping around and then right? it falls for like a minute off, yeah. and then it just disconnects. And then he falls on like screams like to yeah, the, well, to, he can't to the really mom. Scream he have a tongue. The mom's freaking out already, and then now she's like starts getting infected because then, she's getting it splashed on her. Well, she's already been infected. She she ingested it. Well, she breathed it through her lungs. Right? It's like spreading but, up her arm or so something. So it starts to. She starts to cough, and as she continues coughing, I feel like you should see this like slow progression from like feet up to head of her body changing color and her body changing texture. Right. About she's like trying to cough out this infection and it's slowly coming to and making her progressively worse and worse and worse. And she's not necessarily turning into a zombie, but she's turning into this like gross, 
fucking creature, right? Not even necessarily a creature, but her skin is just changing color and texture and just getting really nasty. Bubbling here. Bubbling and there's frothiness and just like absolutely fucking gross, right? And like her kid's dead in front of her. This lifeguard's dead next to her and she doesn't know what the fuck she's going to do. Well, maybe there's like a police officer nearby and he like gets so scared he shoots her. Yeah. Because he's like, and like it starts spreading like crazy. Like because I feel like there needs to be this moment of like when she's like something turns in her, it clicks in her, and she turns and she screams towards the police officer, and that's what makes him shoot her. Right? Maybe it squirts like her, like maybe something bubbles up on her and pops on him, or on somebody else. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like like a bystander. Yeah, and it starts like I don't know, like but they realize you don't realize right away, but you know that the salt water has something to do with it till later. It makes it worse. Right. Yeah. I have a feeling that this is going to end poorly, this whole movie. Okay. <laughs> like, like no hope. No. Um, okay, so let's pick two more oh, um, people on the plane. They also get the plane. The air marshal. Or the air marshal or whatever that's held that guy who's like, you know, like, um, what do you call it? Um, you got to fuck up the air marshal. No, but I mean, what is the stuff? Molding. He molded up the whole um, cell. There, so there's got to be some story there, and maybe maybe that maybe one of the guys from there is from the CDC, and then uh, he dies, and it could be just some other random Joe Schmo that like tries to solve. Well, there could be your random Joe Schmo is just going to be the other person that was in the jail. Okay, that was unfortunate enough to be put in the same cell as him. But you should. We need to pick another random person on the plane. But then I feel like the other important person needs to be the air marshal. So the other random person I think needs to be a um, flight attendant. Well, maybe maybe flight someone gets really come sick, in direct but, contact. They, but they're immune to it. So well, let's do that with a flight attendant. So a flight attendant would have come in direct contact first with right. this patient zero esque. Because she tells him person. to calm down. She tells Cletus to calm down. Right. And then he slaps her hand and somehow bruises it and she gets kind of... Yeah. She t- well, she touches him. It's skin-to-skin contact. So that's all he has to do is touch Okay, her, sure. Right? And so that's the first contact that he's going to have is with her. And I feel like she needs to be like the unspoken kind of, I guess, hero or... Pa- I, not patient zero, but she's kind of like the immune person. Okay. To what it is, so she's pretty much the cure for whatever this shit is, because she has an, an immunity, essentially, right? Okay. So this flight attendant, but then the other person that's going to be infected, because we've got, we need to have another infected person, and then we need to have this immune person. The other infected person needs to be the air marshal that comes into contact and, like, ultimately, like, arrests this person and, like, takes them in or whatever, but he should have the slowest He's got to be immune to it, too, because there's no way he would survive. No, he should just like, have how a would slower he grab- progression. But, okay... But how would he, I'm just saying, like... If, I feel like the kid and the mom could be sitting next to him on the flight. So that's how they came into such close proximity contact. Or maybe the kid, specifically, because she actually touched him and was in the closest proximity. And that's why she was first. And then the, the whole thing progressed to the mom. Okay. And then that happened. But the air marshal would have came into... I don't know. Do you want to make the air marshal the... Immune, immune, or yeah, I make- think so. I think okay. maybe, 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 maybe the other girl is like a, a I don't know, like she gets she just takes a, a slower time. Maybe, maybe, maybe okay. she dies, but he's immune to it. He was like, but okay. I've been around you this whole time. So air marshal's immune, yeah, and flight attendant is not, but it takes a little bit of a longer time for her to progress. Maybe they find out that like alcohol not. sort of prevents or like, you know, maybe there's a high level mm-hmm. of she's an alcoholic. That'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> Al- only alcoholics survive. That's like Grabbers, that movie I Grabbers. Would win. Yeah, um, we'd be good. <laughs> so, so let's figure. Don't worry about the main guy. We know that that's the main guy. The air marshal. We'll call him Bill. 
whatever. I like Bill. It's fine. And then we'll call her Donna. Okay. Done. Uh, so those two. Then we also have another group. Maybe it's like two guys that are buddies, and they were going to Vegas or something like that, and they took a connecting flight, and they were going to Vegas. And then their story goes off, and it's so it's like kind of like following different stories, and they all sort of connect yeah. in some way. Then they're sick, went and fucked some hookers, got the hookers sick, and then it just kept going. Right, they wake up and they're like his buddies all, all melted to the bed. All of Vegas is destroyed, and he's like half, like his half of his body's like infected and like molded up. Be sweet, something cool, but they, maybe maybe they do do the typical like you know. You know, I'm going to get some hookers, blah, 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 high roller, you know, like hotel room, you know, bullshit. And, uh, you know, they go out gambling. They He's got this itch on him. Like, he doesn't really understand. And then... Um, he infects the dice. Yeah, maybe the dice that get infected. That would be fucking cool. And they're like, can I get a new dice? And so the guy gets it, the roulette guy, or whatever the fuck, you know, like... And then they, like, recycle it to a different table. Right. So now there's infected dice are at a different table, and then it just, like, keeps showing all these different spider web like, spreadings. Right. Yeah, I think That'd it'd be, be kind of cool. cool, but we, we follow those, mostly those guys. And then you just see, like, one of the hotels that they're in is just, like... A disaster. Yeah. And like now it's like widespread and you're like people are starting to connect the dots and like CDC, everybody's panicking. Like they don't they're t- they don't know whether to bomb the stuff. They don't know if fire works. Like they don't even know what the what the hell to do. So um, it's just rapidly happening. This is all like takes place in like five hours. Within Yeah. Within a matter of five hours over time, but in, in an hour and 20 minutes for the movie. Right. And it gets so bad to the point where like. People are not even allowed to leave. Yeah. Like, they start bombing planes just to keep people from being able to leave. Because it would get fucking crazy like that. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, it would get really wild. Um, Like, they shoot planes out of the air and stuff. Like, Mm -hmm. crazy stuff. Like, that would be really cool. Um, So, we got to have, like, that scene. So, like, they go up to the room after they're gambling and everything like that. They, you know, they get the the typical hookers or whatever, the the bro guys. And they're, um, things are getting wild. He uh, maybe starts coughing or something like that. Maybe his, one of his fingers breaks off. Can her tits fall off? Because that would be great. I mean... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that would be hilarious. Oh, sounds or angry. especially like he's like titty fucking her or something. Oh, and, no, like, no, no, no. His dick breaks off in her boobs. Oh, my God, I would Brittany. laugh so fucking hard. I'm sorry, but that's hilarious. I mean, like, I, I think I'm taking this more seriously than okay, a joke. Com- you know, it's not like a comedy one. It's more like, ooh, this is messed up. So other fucking, he coughs on her, right? And no, no, I think too. it's like, like... That's where you're going? I think he's like hanging onto the bed and maybe his fingers break off. Okay, and I like that. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and, then he, and then he starts squirting like the his hands and she's like... blood and shit all She's over like, her. what the fuck? Yeah. And it's like all of a sudden like, you know, she's trying to wipe it off in the mirror and you see it when I like cover up her eye, you know? And then uh, the other guy is like in another room, in the adjoining room or in the main whatever like the the where wherever you would hang out like the living room or whatever it is in the because they got one of those like high roller suites we're gonna say foyer because i like (laughs) is it a foyer it's a foyer well whatever the couch area he's like (laughs) the foyer (laughs) they're like having sex in there or whatever and uh, (laughs) and, and she's like jessica what's going on like she hears her scream you know and then like they go in there and then the other guy that she was with is like coughing up stuff and like like you see his chest sink in and then he just collapses and like spores come out of his mouth and then she's like trying to help her friend and like it's like just starting to get and then they hear banging on the door because they the cameras followed this guy and they realize that there's something because all the people in the lobby are 
you know, messed up. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to figure out how to stop it or whatever. Because the air marshal told right. them. So they, like, try to break in and they, they don't know what to do. Like, they, they've got masks on. they got a whole group of people with masks on. Hazmat suits and shit. And, like, I don't know. Like, she tries to help out her friend. But, like, it's like she's just laying on the floor, like, twitching, like, convulsing. And, like, spilling out stuff from her mouth or something like that. And then it pans to the next group of people, like, who are maybe going to, I don't know, like, where's a good another place? New York? New York. New York's good. There was another, there was all these connecting flights. Yeah. Uh, So then he, she goes, these, this other group goes to New York. Who are they? Who is this? Is this a flight attendant? No, it's just completely different stories. We're just going to be oh, several geez. different stories. Doing another group of people? I was like, who the fuck are we doing this for? You're going to figure out the story through all these different other people. Do you see what I'm saying? Right. So it's almost like an anthology, but it's not. Like- so I feel like it should be obviously like this big socialite in New York. Okay. Right. So they arrive and then they meet some up with- Some hoity-toity kind of like- Yes. Uh, big fucking crazy socialite Paris Hilton type, right? That was in so they- first class that that guy got yanked off and bumped his arm. Yeah. Something stupid. Like they have some weird connection, right? Okay. And so- they run into each other. They land in New York. She goes in. She takes a fucking town car or whatever to her apartment. She gets ready. She goes out. For a, uh, what she do you call it? She goes to this big crazy club, right? Maybe maybe she goes to um, like a uh, one of those typical sort of rich uh, gatherings that's like a... a like a gala? No, um, kind of like a fundraiser where people like to flash their cash. That's a gala. Is that... Is, well, I don't know. A gala is just... A gala can be anything. Well, it's like the same kind of concept. A gala but. is just a, an event. It's just another name for an event. It's just a done up event. So it could be a fundraiser gala. <laughs> <laughs> if you want. I don't know. It's something like that, right? Wouldn't it be right. interesting? Like mm-hmm. now we're like, you know, we could see the, see the dark side of like some of the rich people that maybe don't give a shit, mm-hmm. but are giving a shit through paying All money. These, like crazy socialites that are just drawn by dollar figures. Right. But they're, you know, they pat each other on the back. Right. Um. Yeah. So what happens at this? I feel like she needs to be giving this, like, stupid speech because she won some stupid award, right? Of, like, I don't know, Humanitarian of the Year. Or... Monica DeBrosi. That's what I want to call her. Her name's Monica DeBrosi? Yeah. That's her name? Sounds kind of famous. Okay. So Monica DeBrosi wins this Humanitarian of the Year award for some stupid fucking charity that her friend, like, invented for, like, saving the homeless or whatever, right? Right. So she's up there giving this, like, stupid speech... They and bring a homeless man in. They bring this homeless man in. As a spectacle, like, oh, we helped him. We helped this guy. And this they give him this whole makeover and bring him up on stage. And he's got this, like, quaff haircut. And he looks good. And they put him in nice clothes. But he doesn't speak well. But he doesn't. Something. No, he doesn't. He's not eloquent at all, right? And so she brings him up to try and have him give, you know, a, a thank you, like, notice of her address to this charity, right? And... Maybe he's stumbling on his words and she keeps trying to correct him and trying to help him along with what he's explaining to the audience. And she starts to cough a little bit in between each interjection of the conversation. See, this is where I have an idea. Okay. I'll make it quick. I think it would be good that if she down talks him. No, she needs to. Because of how dirty he is. Mm -hmm. I'll probably catch something. She needs to. So then there's the play on, well, she was already infected before him and she infects him. She infects him. And then also she blames him. Do you know what I mean? Like it's she thinks it's from him. It's going to come full circle. But it's like all these different things in play. Right. And really, she was the dirty one and infected everybody else. Right. 
Which is totally where I was going with it, by the way. Nice. No, continue. <laughs> so I like Sorry. That, I like that our brains kind of. I like, just wanted to make sure I fact, put that out there before cool. you went too far. So, but I feel like she needs to be the one that loses her shit first before him because that's going to play more to our point. Okay, so she's doing her speech and she's that's when something happens. She's doing her speech happens? and that's when something happens, right? So maybe she like projectile vomits or something on everybody in the front row where she is. She needs to do something big and epic and gross. Like nobody is like that particularly familiar with how she's infected him yet. Okay. But she needs to do something gross that takes her out of her element. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Do you, sure. Are you following what I'm trying to like no, I totally okay. am. I'm just trying to think of another way that we can introduce salt or some sort of maybe they expedient, have margaritas. Expedient, like, I don't know. You know. They serve these like themed fucking drinks that have salt on the rims of the glasses or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. That might be a good idea. I think that needs to be what it is. Is they they come in and they have this like introductory cocktail that they're doing for their stupid social hour. Maybe she doesn't drink though. So they're all she's ridiculous. Like... So she sets it aside next to her on the podium where she's standing, but it's still close enough in proximity to antagonize the cells in her body. Okay. To piss it off. And then enough, she says, right? cheers. She raises the glass. And then she drinks. And that's when, and then she does, she goes, she takes it. She tries to do a coyote, ugly, like fake sip to like take the sip. Right. And like either not drink it at all or spit salt. it into a shot glass. But the salt is what antagonizes the infection. Right. And then all of a sudden she just projectile, just like, bleh. Like everywhere, okay. exorcist moments on the front row. Mm. There needs to be some nasty, like fucking, like. Well, she knocks over the podium. Maybe, maybe she's like not feeling good, and he, the, uh, the homeless guy's next to her, and he's trying to grab her arm, like to let her know, you know, he, or maybe he's not feeling good too. Like mm-hmm. somehow well, he's she's sick. Him already at this. Yeah, point. and he's not feeling good, and he grabs her arm, and she's like, "Get off of me!" And then Don't she, touch me, you and then all of a sudden, because of the salt, like her mouth fills up with all these spores and all this mold, and she's just like, "Oh." And she knocks over the podium and then sprays the audience. Yeah. And she's like... And then everybody's screaming, you know, like, oh my God. Uh, I think it would be kind of cool. It's almost like a locust plagued. Right. Locust Because the salt has uh, started this chain reaction, it just starts spreading on those other people really fast, too. Mm Mm-hmm. And so you see, like, it just, like, almost almost like cocktail. the blob just, like, kind of, like, growing really yeah. fast. It'd be cool if you see, like, you do this whole overlay visual of, like, from where she's standing at this podium on the stage to the people in the crowd. And you see this kind of pulsating, like, wave. It could be kind of cool that way. Like, that just at least goes... seeing it grow over stuff. Yeah, you kind of, it grows from her to everybody in the audience that's consumed this cocktail right. that had the salt that instigated essentially this virus or whatever right and you kind of see it slowly take this like wave amongst everybody i think that'd be really cool like you can do that very artistically wonder if like there was like some sort of saltwater fish tank that gets busted open because they would have stuff like that at like yeah a, a ritzy ass fucking shit like right. that. they'd always have something like that maybe someone like slams into one of the glass it cracks and yeah, pops some open drunk guy and it just sprays and it gets everybody and there's people jumping off the balcony of this building that'd be cool do you know what I mean? And like there's like they're infected, like but they're mass suicide, but they're like hitting the ground and it's like squirting Spores. out on people. Yeah. It's all. Yeah. So like, I think this is like cool. Like we have this done like in an anthology way, but it's all connected into the same world. It started in the same aspect 
but it branches off into multiple different facets. And maybe we'll hop back and forth to the Admiral, or not the Admiral, the... Um, the Admiral Cletus? Did, no, the... Uh, <laughs> Air Marshal. Air Marshal. But I think, it'd be, I think it would be kind of better if we just end up with him. No, it needs to end on him. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, we don't need to bounce back and forth between him and the, and the other people because no. that's way too complicated. He's our immune one. So he has the immunity. He's the solver or the, the cure to the disease, essentially, right? So that's how we need to end it. We need to end it on him, but we need to end on how we're going to cure this impetigo spreading disease amongst people. They're like, him. you are grossly misrepresenting impetigo right now. <laughs> Like, I, I, I just picture in my mind, like, when we put this up on SoundCloud uh, and iTunes, and people are like, hmm, Impetigo, you know, what do I do about this? Like, oh my God, Everybody's this is a fucking. Read it in Don't put salt water out it. Don't put salt. Like, <laughs> or somebody's going to get really offended. Probably. Oh, well, whatever. whatever. It's a fucking horror show, guys. Fuck you. We're not fucking the CDC representatives, okay? No. Um, Okay, so so it goes to him. They've kind of uh, uh, certain circumstances have, have they've realized a, a bunch of stuff like through all these reports and stuff like that. Maybe he you do see small segments of them talking and and him on the phone and stuff in between, like little like two minute things, like you know, just so you know that he's the main guy. You just watch his progression and notice that he's not getting sicker. Right, he's staying the same. So that's when the viewer starts to piece together the fact that he may be immune to this particular disease or whatever it is, right? So he doesn't get any worse. He stays progressively the same throughout the entire initial interaction with the infected person to the end of the film. Right. And then doesn't the mean scientists, he can't die from it. Though. No, it doesn't mean he can't. He doesn't mean he's completely immune. He can be immune. swallowed by the mold and it'll suffocate him. Right. But he doesn't, like, get infected like other people would. Exactly. Okay. Um. So you just see the progression of how they notice that and what they do with it. I think it would be kind of cool if he, like, somehow they use saline solution or something to clean a wound. Mm-hmm. Or something. Don't they use saline to clean wounds? Yes. So what if they like, at the end, he somehow sprays it on that girl, and it just like makes it ten times worse, and he realizes that the saline salt water. And he, she blows up. And yeah. Fucking sweet. Yeah, like it just like she, like swells up to the size of a fucking like. And she's just like blue whale, and just blows up. I would think it would be cool. Like she's screaming, and then all of a sudden it sounds like she's got a pillow in front of her mouth. Like she's suffocating. Like she's screaming through the mold. Yeah, that'd be dope. Kind of like cool. That. You know, and he's taken back, you know, by it, and he doesn't know what to do, and he's afraid, you know, and he realizes he drops the bottle, and then he realizes what's in saline, and it's salt, and so, isn't it salt? It's like salt, right? Close enough. Close to salt? I is feel that like right? you're right. I don't know. I'm far past the point enough to, like, put two and two together. Maybe maybe when he realizes it, by the time that he realizes how to try to, maybe there's some way that he could stop it, or maybe there isn't, but he tries to tell somebody, and, like, it's just all over the news, and, like, you know, cameramen are being taken down by this stuff. It's just spreading, like, wildfire. They're telling people it's not to leave their homes. Yeah, it's just getting crazy. But, like, buildings are entirely covered with this stuff. Like, it's just spreading all over the, like, a whole, like, hundred people die, and, like, it's just covered this entire building. Yeah, and, like, and even people are trapped inside cities. it. Yeah. It needs to take out entire cities and populations. I, I would think that like coastal towns would be completely impacted by or this anything, the most. Yeah, anything that's like Oceanside. Right. Yeah, you're fucked. 
You fucked, bro. So, okay, so, well, he's supposed to be the hero, but maybe he's just the last guy, and maybe it's, like, the real sentimental part. But, like, maybe, like, how do we end it? Like, how are we supposed to end it from here? Everyone needs to die. Right? Well, yeah. But, I mean, how do we end it, though? We gotta figure out some unique way to, like, end it on a note. Maybe he goes up to the top of a fucking, the the flight control, like the, what do you call it, radio tower? Mm-hmm. The control well, tower? Maybe he gets in a plane, tries to get in a plane when they're trying to bomb the free or the, the runways and stuff, and he tries to escape in a smaller plane. And uh, somehow, like, he crash lands into a building, somehow. And then he climbs to the top, and you just see, like, that there's no hope left as he's looking over the sea of mold, basically. Oh, yeah, like, it's taken over. I don't feel like this needs to end in a happy way, because I don't think it can. Maybe he's flying over the ocean. Like, he's near the ocean. Maybe he tries to go to the Gulf. Mm-hmm. And, like, he sees it over the water, like, floating over the water. And then uh, then he crashes into a building, and then he climbs to the top of the roof. And as a, a couple, he has to fight off a couple of people because it's, like, spread everywhere. And he's just, like, on the top of the roof as someone's trying to break through the door. Yeah. And then you see all these people run out, and they're, like, infected. I like it. Towards him, and then he just closes his eyes. And yeah. as you see them running up behind him real dramatic and that's the end of the movie i like it that's super like world war z-esque but i don't want there to be a happy end to this i don't feel no, like there i don't be like a, happy a completion. i feel like this needs to be something that like you don't know what the fuck just happened yeah i kind of like that it's cool like it's this Impetigo, super right Impetigo. so I, know, I like it yeah i like it too i think that's pretty cool i like the idea like i know some people may want a long a, a more story but you could do that for like a sequel or something right you can go into it later like, yeah like deeper into it or whatever but this, this is point, more about the panic gonna, exactly you're creating the panic you're creating the 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 chaos right I'm creating the horror behind it so if right. you want to get a fucking delve doubt we don't want to ruin it until deep the sequels. into it or whatever like that's when the sequels come into play yeah so, okay, so, okay, so now we got to come up with a tagline for Impetigo. <laughs> Do you have an idea? No. Hmm. Uh, just think of anything. Try to throw stuff out. The, the mold knows. No, I'm kidding. No. We've already used that. For, I mean, that's, that's actually a quote from, uh, uh, what's that fucking movie? Don Thacker's movie, and I can't even think of it right now. I'm brain farting. widespread mold or widespread uh the world's covered in panic or something uh (laughs) something like don't let him touch you or don't don't you know what i mean like um maybe it's like uh, like the contagion has mutated or like it's mutated faster than anything ever or something you know what i mean because we kind of have to express that so, Impetigo, the contagion is mutated. Sure. That works for me. I like it. That works for me. So, that's our movie, <laughs> Impetigo. Such a, a weird... It's like, guys, you got to understand, first of all, like, if we were to really legitimately write this movie, we would do, you know, months of research about this kind of stuff. Yeah. So, it's not like we can just, like, come up with all the, like, facts right now yeah we do our so, best on yeah. the cuff guys we, yeah we did we did our best with the knowledge that we had of this thanks to britney for picking that title just kidding. <laughs> uh but yeah no hopefully we won't get any uh 
backsplash from that, you know? Hmm? Backsplash. The Empatigo community. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, no laughing matter. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Is there anything that you guys would like? I mean, did you like the fact that it was sort of like an anthology uh, where we kind of had like different segments building up to this one and having small intersecting things with the air marshal and the stewardess? Um, I think I think in the end, I kind of like the, the no happy ending kind of thing. Uh, yeah. I think it's just better that way. But you could... I mean, literally, if you wanted to make another movie like this, if you were to do a sequel of some sort, all you'd have to do is just do different cases of, like, how it got infected from the other guy. Like the dice. Yeah. Or, the, well, this can you know, where it took off with the beach. So and, many different feelers. Like, this can spread into so many different avenues and get right. so fucking weird and go across the entire U.S. Like, it's all happening simultaneously. This is the first series in what can be a complete franchise of like crazy the moldocalypse the moldocalypse that's what we should <laughs> empentigopolis empentigo the moldocalypse <laughs> <laughs> the moldocalypse you think oh really my God, i love it i'm sorry <laughs> it sounds silly though you're silly <laughs> shut up <laughs> we'll we'll think about it guys Impetigo. what would you pick the moldocalypse the most conti- it's the contagion is mutated i think that sounds more serious empentigo the yeah. contagion is mutated. Moldocalypse. The Moldocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> no one will survive the Moldocalypse. I love it. I'm All right, we're changing it. It's so cheesy, but this it's so cute. This is the so first cute. time we've done that, but yeah, definitely. The, no one can survive the, the Moldocalypse. Moldocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. We don't have to be serious all the time. Like, I like it. Oh, no, yeah, I know. Oh. That, we're silly fucks, guys. Like, what do you want? You're a silly fuck. Um, but yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed that grave plots. You know, it's always <laughs> we never know where it's gonna go. We you know, we, we it's 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 kind of scary. Like if you were to sit here and be put on the spot to come up with a bunch of ideas, you would be like, oh shit! Like sometimes you just gotta tap into that creative, you know, vein and then like shoot up with like creative. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, it sounds horrible. <laughs> Don't shoot up, kids. Uh, but anyway, thank you guys Don't so much. Shoot up, kids. <laughs> See, I always picture that picture of Jesus, like where the guy's like shooting up, and he's like holding, he's standing behind him. Yeah. Do you know what I'm talking about? And they always yeah. turn it into some weird fucked up meme. Yep. <laughs> he's like a ghostly figure, you know. Anyway, yep. guys, thank you so much for stopping by this Monday for our episode. We will be returning this Thursday. So in a couple of days, we'll be talking about two movies. We're going to be talking about Slaughter High and Funny Man. So two really weird, quirky, funny, weird movies uh, that you may or may not have seen. If you haven't and you want to watch them before we talk about it this Thursday, you've been warned twice. So... You've been warned twice. Yeah, we told you last Thursday, so you should have listened. I'm just kidding. (laughs) But we'll do our best to try to save the spoilers for the end, but we hope you guys come back on Thursday and check out what we got for that episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We super appreciate every listen that we get. We love you. We love that you listen. We love that you engage. And be sure that you guys stay weird, monsters.